This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And as we predicted in our pregame po- podcast, uh, Arizona did defeat Colorado tonight. 78-68 at McHill What's Center. My, I think my final was pretty close. It to was that. very close. You were, I think it was like 80 or 82. I think it was 77 to 65. What? Maybe. I don't I'm know. looking right now. You really should it, plan these things before well, we start. Well, if it's 77 to 65, I got to talk some shit. And talking shit is always worth Googling stuff. I feel like that's your forte. My foie toi? Foie toi. Uh, 77 to 65. You're very close. Yeah. I even said for the game, if you want to know what's going to happen, you don't have to watch the game. Just pay attention to my podcast. Boom, bang. Boom, boom, boom. So basically, Jason was bing, right, bing which bong. is a theme we all should, well, me begrudgingly, because are always right. you're not always right around this house, but you're right about sports. No, I'm always right. No. Name the last time I was wrong. Um, we're not going to go into semantics. Needless to say, you were right about this, and also you were right about... Arizona and its placement this morning in that top 16 show. Do you want to talk about that? No, because that was the last thing that I was going to talk about, but you're, you're reversing everything. I am. And now I'm panicking. Keeping you on your toes. Um, yeah, so the in-season <laughs> top 16 was revealed, and in terms of its meaning, it means nothing. <laughs> but it was a little nice for myself because I have been explaining. You know what? It does mean something in the sense that we know what the committee is weighing and how they're weighing it. And the big debate was going to be Arizona and UCLA. That was one of the big debates. And Arizona was two teams ahead of UCLA because at the end of the day, as your boy's been saying, wins have to account for something. And Arizona has one quote-unquote bad loss, and it's the Washington State one. And if Washington State winds up a quad two, then that's not a bad loss. So if you're wondering, you want Washington State to win every single game the rest of the season. But beyond that, UCLA is a very good team. I'm not, I think they're beating Cal 48 to nothing right now. I'm not taking anything away from UCLA. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to brag or put forward good wins you have to have an impressive resume and ucla while they don't have any bad losses their best win is at maryland and i get it maryland is good at home but analytically statistically maryland's a six seed kentucky's a bubble team that's your second best win now figuring they'll beat arizona at home because that's going to be a tough team so let's just give it to them i saw a lot of speculation by ucla fans oh if we beat 
Arizona, we're going to switch spots with them. No, because all that means is that you've split with Arizona and both teams won at home. That'll give you one more impressive win. But if Arizona wins out, that would include a win at USC. And really, I think things remain the same. Now, the one thing that we're not really paying attention to is UCLA has to go on the road against Utah and Colorado. Oof. And I realize that Utah and Colorado aren't very good, but that's a difficult trip to get a sweep on. And if UCLA does go and get a sweep, look, if UCLA wins out in the regular season and their only loss or, you know, is in the Pac-12 tour or whatever, then yeah. Okay, if they don't lose for the rest of the season, then clearly I, I think there's a good chance they're ahead of Arizona. If Arizona were to lose in the Pac-12 tournament and the regular season. But the idea that one game will switch everything just isn't correct. Because at the end of the day, you're looking at resumes. And it is an overall thing. Arizona has a win over Creighton, who is surging. A win over Tennessee, who is not surging. Um, no, that was not good Tennessee, for Tennessee today. Now, Tennessee is one of those teams where you look at overall resumes. And yes, they have some good wins. But they have some, they're, they're kind of starting to pile losses. And so that's when the losses come into account is when you're, you start to kind of stack them. Um, Indiana, Tennessee, Creighton, San Diego State. These teams are all in the tournament. UCLA's only win over tournament team is Maryland. Right, so... Here's the thing. That's the difference between the two. This is not new. This whole calculus and algorithms and magic and the the Lenardi thing. UCLA fans know this shit. They don't, they, like, we don't need to explain this to them. They're not dumb. They just want to be entitled like usual. And now we're moving on because I don't want to talk about UCLA. Let's talk about how I just had my first sober Nico's burrito. Oh, how was it? God, I can't remember the last time I had Nico sober. It's all right. So, so here's what Jason does. So like, so let's tell the games at six, right? I wasn't hungry today. Um, so he'll go hungry. to Mikhail just said an hour and right. a half early, and I'll say make sure you eat. I saw and my he'll boy say, Zeke. By the way, he'll say yeah, I'll eat. And then after the game, after he does the press conference, after he's like on his way home, he'll be like, um, I'm gonna eat now, and it's like. Nine o'clock, nine thirty at night. So he hasn't eaten. I could have since ate. lunch at yeah. like maybe eleven. I could have ate before the game, but I'm a man of the people, and I needed to get Mikhail to interview my guy Zeke Naji, who has a fantastic diamond necklace. Shout out to NBA salaries. I'm fine, baby. Don't worry about me, baby. You do this for football games. You do this for basketball you are games. So pretty. So no, you are not right all the time because okay. you do not eat properly at night. You're right, on game Chubby. day. You're right. Okay. I am right. This is the biggest fight we've ever had. Anyway. Ask the damn questions. Um, Arizona got off to a poor start. Are starts like that a concern moving forward? Uh, no. Maybe in March. But look, I mean, the focus wasn't necessarily there. Tommy Lloyd was like, I don't know what was going on with the turnovers. The focus wasn't great. Colorado was hitting everything. And eventually you knew that, you know, Arizona was going to come out and Colorado's not good enough offensively to play like they were playing. And, um, you know, the timeout happened and Arizona refocused pretty quickly. And that was that. And um, I'm not concerned. You know, it's, it's, I don't think it's a huge pattern. Uh, it was a 12 point deficit. Believe it or not, the biggest deficit in two seasons that Arizona has come back from is only 14. To me, that's not that big of a number. 
Um, but yeah, start getting nervous they around also don't 20. Get, they also don't get down big a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's to me, it's just, it's not a concern. Uh, I think people are concerned. It, because of the time of year, I think people are concerned about things that they maybe shouldn't be concerned about. Like, personally, I'm not that concerned about Azulis. Um, I think the time off, you know, next few days will probably help him. I don't think he was as bad as people think he was tonight. He still finished with 13 points and, and four rebounds in 22 minutes. The fouls were a concern. I thought the second foul in the first half. That wasn't fair. It was a foul, but it was an accident. Like, I don't think he meant to foul him. He was kind of running, and I don't think he meant to trip him or anything like that. Um, I expect Zuda to, to play better moving forward. Um, and I think people are kind of just freaking out, and they're going back to Houston and all that. But that's not what this is. Like, he's still engaged. If he wasn't yeah. engaged, there'd be a problem. And I saw a few people on Twitter, like, he doesn't look engaged. I thought he did look engaged. I just thought he didn't play the best game. And there's speculation, oh, does this open up the Pac-12 player of the year race? Maybe. I don't know. But um, that's going to get decided. There's still, you know, four games that that'll be decided. But um, I'm not overly concerned uh, about Zoo. And isn't it kind of like they choose to focus on Zoo or they choose to focus on Bala? Yeah, I mean, Colorado was basically cheap. So what they were doing they is were they had a, a big chopping. a big on Azulis at all times, and then a wing was cheating towards Zoo. And that's one of the reasons why Cedric destroyed the opposition is because they were kind of cheating off him at times, and, you know, he's a good enough player where you can't do that. And I wasn't a big... A fan of Tad Boyle's strategy tonight. I mean, I no. was. Oh, like the, the chop shop strategy tonight? There were a couple things that stood out. There was one part where, like, so they got up a little bit, and they put in a lineup. I don't remember what it was, and I turned to Brian Peterson next to me, and I said, this is such a, and without cursing, this is a horrible lineup that Mr. Boyle has in the game. And then two minutes later, he called a timeout because, like, the game was tied, or Arizona was up, and it's like, you can't play these crappy-ass lineups. And, you know, on paper, like, it's not a talented team. They have two guys that are talented or above average, and that's K.J. Simpson and um, Tristan DeSilver. The problem is that K.J. Simpson has no guards. Right. One guard on the team is just it's impossible. But, um, you know, and then the, the decision, like, the defensive, you know, basically to say come, come beat us. Arizona's at a point where they're not – Shooting like that, they they got their butts kicked for what they did in the Stanford game, shooting thirty five threes. And if you notice, Utah sagged off. Arizona goes, nope, we're not falling for it. Colorado did the same. Arizona only shot thirteen threes tonight, made five of them. Uh, they finished with forty points in the paint. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Nice. So, there you go. Bing bong. Strategy. The chess game, as it were. Um, you mentioned in the preview that our buddy Umar Balo would dominate. And he did. What stood out about his performance tonight? Slow lumbering dudes are not going to have much success against Umar. No, and, no, no. Uh, he did that tonight. <laughs> I know he did. Like, I actually like Lawson Lovering. I don't think he's a bad player. No, but, he's not. But he's not made to guard a guy like Umar. And the way they play, they'll put Tristan Da Silva at the five sometimes. And Tristan Da Silva is very good offensively. He had 18 points. He is not good defensively, and he's not a good rebounder for his size. So basically, Umar said, not today. Like, there's no one on your team that is guarding me. Um, and, and Luke O'Brien was a decent nine points, nine rebounds, but he fouled out. Umar finishing with 18 points, a career high, 16 rebounds, three turnovers. He had three assists. Umar's actually become a legitimate passer this season. Yeah, really good. It's really Smart picked passing. up. It's really picked up as of late too, which is a nightmare for opposing teams. If Umar becomes a dedicated, you know, consistent passer, because you're not going to be able to, but it, it's, you know, it, the matchup called for him to dominate. And what you're going to see most games, which we should have learned by now, is that you may contain Zhu, Zhu, but you're not going to do that. But you're not going to contain Zhu and Umar. It'll be very, very difficult for you to do. And the games where that has happened, which are very few, are generally the games that Arizona is going to lose. And not every team is built to do that either. Like if you're, uh, if, Colorado went small briefly, and it, it was just impossible. I mean, it was just you. They, they, there was just no way. Right. No way, show. No way. No way. No how, sir. Um. Okay. Well, Tommy Lloyd took the approach of not being thrilled, despite a win. Do you agree with his approach? Yeah, I think it's obvious why coaches do this when they do this. So Arizona. It's hashtag be humble. Well, hashtag beat the hashtag. <laughs> Arizona beat the crap out of Utah, beat Colorado, and now you're kind of feeling yourself a little bit, and you only have one game this week. It's not good enough. And you get tomorrow off, Sunday off, and you probably get Monday off. And it's like, don't feel your guys. We got a lot of work to do. So this is one of the, I wasn't happy with this, this, and this. I'm going to give the guys a couple of days off, and when we get to practice, we're going to work our butts off. I'm not thrilled with the way we played. Because otherwise, Tommy goes, I love the way we played. We're so good. Take two days off, guys. Let's go have some fun, you know? Right. By the way, really cool reason for tomorrow being off. Tommy is flying to the NBA All-Star Game to see uh, Lowry Markkinen and Amanda Sabonis. Oh, that's nice. So that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I totally, I get the approach. I like it. It, it makes sense in, in the context of everything because you don't want these guys to feel themselves before ASU. This is the type of year where, again, I say you need to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. ASU is a team that Arizona should absolutely beat. Good win by them, by the way. They beat Utah yeah, today. Yeah, they did. I respect that. But this is a team where 
you have to this time of year. And it's a lot easier said than done. Look around college basketball. You know, it it's you you look at the some of the scores today. Who lost today, Jason? The craziest game of the day was Kansas Baylor that I saw because Baylor was just whooping on them. And I love Baylor. I think they're awesome. But then in the second half they got murked. Um but you look like Oklahoma made Texas in overtime. Um they they Texas won, but still, overtime Oklahoma stinks. Notre Dame stinks, put Virginia on the ropes. Tennessee, we talked about him, got killed by Kentucky. Uh, you know, Which we wanted. Right, but you, you take a look. There weren't a lot of upsets today. There really weren't any. Xavier won. Um, right, but there weren't any upsets, really, um, which I didn't think there would be. But there were still some close games. And, you know, I was on fire today, Chell, because last night I said, keep an eye on Kentucky, Tennessee if you're upset. Mm-hmm. My God. I don't know how you stay, like, grounded around, around me. Mm. Like, there are men and women. Mm-hmm. That would love to be in your position. I am aware. Wow. You are such a lucky broad. <laughs> I am a lucky broad. And I am happy every day that my life revolves around Arizona basketball. Football, By the way, the biggest softball, the tennis, biggest victory shut up. Everything. The biggest victory. <laughs> the biggest victory with Arizona being in the West is my nightmare is going from Sacramento. To New York. Yeah. If Arizona's in the east. That is a nightmare. Boo. Denver to Kansas City is actually drivable. So that that could be some intrigue. But this is how I think. You guys are thinking about seating and matchups. I'm thinking about... How do I get there? Travel. You know? Travelle. Yeah. The Travelle. Travelula. It's not a word. Travala. Okay. Well, are there any other shout-outs tonight? Because I will say uh, there were other people that performed pretty great tonight. Yeah, uh, my first shout out. There's a child on the Arizona basketball team. I don't know if you've heard of him. Kylan Boswell is 17 years old. What? What? Yeah, I want to shout out the uh, the backboard for getting oh Kylan God. Boswell's way. I know slapping the backboard is a tech. It's so stupid. Slapping the backboard, hanging on the rim. NBA if players. If he hadn't done that, though, they wouldn't have called it. I get it, it but was MB- blatant. in the NBA, you could basically pee at half court, and they're I not know, doing anything. But it's still called. You ever watch like Russell Westbrook play a game? Like, yeah, I, Jason, we're talking about Pac-12 refs. Who they cares? Have, they have the brain size of a pee. Anyway, <laughs> um, Cedric Henderson obviously may have been the player of the game. Well, he was the player of the game. My dad. Who is this guy? Besides Umar, uh, fifteen points. Played really well. And again, they kind of said, okay, beat us, Cedric Henderson. And he's like, sure, no problem, jerk. Uh, I thought Pella played his ass off. He's probably in an ice bath right now. Pella needs to be in an ice bath <laughs> for 20 11 hours. points, five rebounds, five assists, did not turn the ball over. Really one of the stranger stat lines you'll see, 11 points, and he only made one two-point field goal. Nine other points came at the free throw line. Yeah. Kylan Boswell keeps getting better. I got a, a um, text after the game from a, a D1 assistant coach who said uh, Kylan Boswell will be an NBA player and will probably be better in the NBA than he is in college. He's that good. So six points from him. Um, and, and the thing that I actually think that we're seeing with Kylan is each game he gets more comfortable. And and that's important where, look, his, his shooting may not always be there, but he doesn't seem to be flustered like tonight he didn't turn the ball over in 19 minutes that's a big deal for a freshman Pella didn't turn the ball over in 28 minutes really most of the turnovers happened in the first 
two minutes. Two minutes, it, was it like, felt like. But... It was volleyball. I will say, in defense of Kirk Creesa, because my father was here watching the game with me, and he doesn't watch the game. He doesn't have TV. He's too busy learning Spanish. He's, he's retired now, and so he just like watches the stat lines on like Twitter or pulls it up when the game happens. So he's not seeing things in real time usually. And he was talking about Kirkrisa and like, oh, he's terrible, and you know, why isn't he better? And I was like, shut up, Mike. He's still like the leading leading in assists in the Pac-12 guys, and the offense does run well when when he's on the court. Now we're getting to the point where we're seeing that Kylan is stepping into that role, and and he's a more natural leader, honestly, than Kirkrisa. I mean, like, that's an argument for another day, but. The point is, in defense of my my boy Kakrisa, you know he had a great game last game, and this game he didn't have the best, but he still is producing. That's yeah. right. It's all about producing. That's right. If you're not producing, you could be reducing. Reduce. I don't. Know what? Anyway, basically, great job all around to the men's also, basketball Also, shout out. Team. I thought the defense, besides the first whatever time that was, the first eighteen points. KJ Simpson, three of thirteen from the field. We talked about in our preview. Um, if KJ is not playing well, that it is really hard for that team to win. Yep. And they got some performance. Like Javon Ruffin had thirteen. He's not a uh, a thirteen point. Who's scorer. the cutie on Colorado? There's like I'm sorry, what you said, woman? There's like well, Aurora came out to, and she she even said, "Who is that cutie with the pretty eyes?" Was it KJ? I might. I don't know. I don't know their names, but there's a there's a at least they have that going for them. Okay. Well, got a um, cutie. Also, before we end, shout out to uh, to two of our followers, our listeners that reached out. I'm not going to give background, but want to give a shout out to Chris and Sarah. We, Hi, Chris. Uh, Hi, Sarah. We greatly appreciate you guys. Thanks listening for listening to us and appreciate the kind words. And uh, really, for everybody that listens, we are we are grateful. It's really difficult for Shelby to be around me, knowing that I'm always right, and you guys keep me humble. <laughs> And keep me grounded. Hashtag, be humble. You keep me grounded in my greatness. Mm, I don't think they're doing a good job. I'm like a flower. Greatness blooms just like um, flowers. Wow. Flowers. You're not a poet. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Saturday, let's beat ASU. I love it. Bear down. Bear down. That was so good. Shelby, is there food when you're drunk because of the Nikos thing that you eat when you don't eat sober? I know the answer. I'm going to see if you say it. I don't really do that. When you are uh, in a certain oh, right, state right, right, of mind, right. it is oh, 100%. Oh, I'm in a certain state of mind. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Cinnamon rolls. If you know, you know. Bomb.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.